Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80 and your smart speakers say play ESPN. There there your boys pop right up. PJ and Max. Not to mention the ESPN app. You can download the podcast. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. So KD made the decision to leave the Warriors. To leave the Warriors. And team up with Kyrie in Brooklyn. And then the Warriors won their fourth title in the Steph, Clay, Dre era without KD. So now that Steph has his title away from KD, does KD need to win one away from Steph? He doesn't have any without Steph. Steph already had a couple, had one when KD got there. So Charles Barkley thinks so. A lot of people have said this, but somehow when Chuck says it, it's extra entertaining. Listen to him from Get Up on Friday. Listen, Kobe Bryant said, <laughs> I had to win a championship without Shaq. Mm. LeBron James said, I had to win a championship without D-Wade and Chris Bosh. That's the way this thing works. Before KD gets that great respect from all the old heads, he's going to have to win a championship as a guy, as a bus driver. Listen, he joined this, uh, that team that already won a championship, so no disrespect. That's just a fact. The old guys like myself, hey, KD's an all-time hell of a player, but until he is the guy on a championship team, we're not going to ever give him the respect, I mean, that he probably deserves. So I think, look, I think... I mean, tell me where he's wrong. Yeah, I mean, this is what you and Key were saying I was going to start saying right after they, they, they chipped up the Warriors. That now KD, you know, all the focus, and we were even saying the focus is now right across the river. We are li- literally, from our studio right now, looking at Brooklyn. Does KD have to win one to get the respect he deserves, Jay? Does he deserve that respect if he doesn't win one without Steph? I mean, to me, I feel like as a player, I'm always going to know the greatness, individual greatness of Kevin Durant, right? Um, In the world of public perception, yes, you have to get one. And, but that's the whole reason he left Golden State. You know, it's something I was trying to talk to Stephen A. Smith about the other day on First Take on Friday. I'm like, so when you leave OKC that doesn't have a culture that's established, even though you have the right pieces, and you come to a culture, right, it's, wow, this is how this organization works. And then when you try to build your culture again in Brooklyn, it takes some lumps. But the one thing that you can criticize Kevin Durant on, and we talked about this on this show to a degree, is are you able to have those really difficult conversations with your counterpart, with Kyrie Irving, right? Because – the way you guys work will determine whether you guys can win a championship. And how KD and Kyrie manage their relationship will really determine their altitude of success together as a duo. And that's going to be – that's interesting part of watching this journey for them, how they navigate that. Because they do need to win a chip, both of those guys. Because Kyrie won it with LeBron, but people make the same kind of – well, you know, you never get there without LeBron. And it's the same thing for KD and Steph, so – that's one of the main reasons they're together on top of their brotherhood. See, I look at it different in terms of respect for Kyrie versus KD in that situation what Jay just finished with because Kyrie was in Cleveland. He didn't go to Cleveland. He was already there. Whereas where you look at Kevin Durant, he went to Golden State. He wasn't already at Golden State as Steph Curry came. You, you understand what I'm saying? He couldn't beat Golden State, he as a matter of fact. He beat yeah. Golden State, so he joined them. And if I was him in the beginning, I said this 
all I say it all the time. I would have stayed right at Golden State and won me four or five more chips, and nobody would have said anything. But the fact that he now leaves to go to Brooklyn to form his own dual tandem that's supposed to, over the last couple of years, win championships and have come up short both times because of injuries and circumstances and all that sort of things. And when you look at Kevin, and when you look at what just happened in Golden State with Curry winning on top of winning the MVP, we would sit there, at least me, my eyeballs tell me that KD was the better player, the size, shooting range, a little more better defense in 17, 18. But could you take a guy like an Andrew Wiggins, for instance, at that time, I don't know who it would have been, was it Paul George that could have been free? And put him in that same lineup. Easy. They'd have crushed everyone. And they would have beat everybody. They'd have crushed everyone. And still won championships. Yeah. And would Steph Curry be the MVPs of those two finals? Probably. Or would it be Paul George? Probably Steph. So now you look at it with no Durant. And now all of a sudden Steph's the MVP. In other, wor- in other he words. He carries the team. In other words, in that Harrison Barnes. Because the original death lineup was with Iggy and Harrison Barnes, yeah. right? Then they swapped out basically Harrison Barnes for KD. Yeah. But they won one with Harrison Barnes. Yeah. And if you swapped out Harrison Barnes for Wiggins, they'd yes. have won one, they would have won it. If Wiggins is, let's say, a 7. If Paul George is like a 9, they still would have won it. If KD is a 10, they would have won it. So it seems to me your point, Key, is like you don't need KD to do what they did because a championship is a championship. Look, dude, they didn't have – I love Kevin Durant, but they didn't have him in 2015, and they won, and they were up 3-1 and had the best record in 16 to things kind of fell apart in the championship. So I have a question about KD, Jay, Key, and, and just give me a second because I want like philosophically how to think about this. As a lot of times basketball is reduced to like one-on-one, right? That's why it's good barbershop talk. This dude is better than that dude. You can almost do it like a prize fight. But it's not. It's a team game. It's at any one time, five on five, and it's more than that when you look at the roster. So as an individual player, KD all day. He's seven feet tall. There's nothing he can't do. By the way... Before he got hurt in Golden State, I thought he was a great defender. I thought he turned into a great passer. Like, the dude was just ridiculous. But there's something magic about the way a team comes together, right? And what that is. And, Jay, one of the arguments you make for Steph is, look, dude winning championships. That's yeah. part of He's a foundational piece. He's conducive mm-hmm. to that, right? So how much with KD now? Because we already know the answer to the, to the skillfulness. It's off the charts. Do, does So the real question is, does he need to show that magic of the kind of guy well, that can bring a team together? Here's the real in, like inside basketball thing. So one of the reasons KD left OKC is because it was a lot of the James Harden, Russell Westbrook, take your turn, right? Even though you know, they were coached, at, coached pretty well during those times. <clears throat> but then you go to Golden State and you learn about the continuity. You learn about how fluid that offense is and how it works. So you leave that, which no problem with him leaving to go to Brooklyn to start his own thing at all. It's more so about like what the system in Brooklyn looks like. And I think that's, that's the challenge that KD needs to change, like how they play. Because the whole system, now you're, you're almost going back to the way things were in OKC. Your turn, my turn. Your turn, my turn. You're, that's how it was a lot with James Harden. Now look, with James Harden, Kyrie, KD – Chances are they would have probably won if all those guys were on the court together. But there was still a little bit of the your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Instead of you just came from a system in which you learned how incredible that system was. 
how can you now with Steve Nash and Kyrie Irving, with all your pieces healthy in play, create a new system that allows you to be the best version of yourself. But isn't that part of the magic of being that cha- – like, isn't that the thing we're really looking for KD to prove? We know if you put him in a good team, there's nothing you can do. We're, aren't we looking for greatness in that way where he can create that, whether that's getting the right coach – creating the right atmosphere, standing up to so it, to that, the second-best player or, so or that, the GM or whatever. So I, I think when he, went to OKC, when he left OKC to Golden State, it was already prepared, right? Everything was already there. So what we're watching now over next – like, all right, is Steve Nash – you guys have hand-chosen Steve Nash to be the guy to, to build that system. Is he the guy? Like, you've had this personnel. Like, does your personnel work? What system do you want? And if he's not, well, Those he, are bumps and bruises. LeBron did that in Cleveland. There. LeBron was like, this dude ain't the guy. Let's go get, get Ty Lue. Get out of here. He's right. not the guy. He's not Ty the Lue's guy. Ty the guy. Like, there was a process. Like, I think – and when KD first came back, he was hurt for the whole first year. So you're still watching him go – I'm not saying – I'm not making excuses at all. So he has it, to be more a than just pressure. a – He has to – see, he, that's what I'm trying to not get at being is – being a player. You have to as be a, like a hooper. GM, a coach. As, a, as a hooper, he's beyond question. But we're talking about more than that. Yeah, but see, I feel like, Jay, that – Health was their biggest issue. And when I mean health, I package in hurt. But all of them were hurt at once upon a time. All three in Brooklyn were hurt. And I also feel like the Kyrie situation where he missed so many games kind of hurt everything from a chemistry standpoint versus an X and O. I think they're athletically more talented than everybody. And you can put them on the floor and they can go, regardless of what the X and O's they look like. In the end, no matter who's coaching the team, <clears throat> no matter who's playing, he's got to win oh, I agree. a championship. Because if he doesn't, people are going to be like, the only reason why you won a championship is because you joined Golden State. That conversation is going to be legitimized but that's, by the fact that Steph Curry just won one without him. No doubt. But and what, then what happens here now, Max, right. is if Steph Curry wins another one, mm. it's getting ready to swing LeBron James's way. Oh, now, right? Yeah, you're right. Because I got four, you got four. I got five, you only stuck like at four Like when Kobe now. passed Shaq. It's getting ready to swing that way. So, so to me, what it all leads to, though, Jay still is, is, is <clears throat> as again, as a hooper, no one questions KD. It's ridiculous, the package. Mm-hmm. But, Key, what you just said, I agree. If they would have stayed healthy, they'd have, they'd have chipped up. Okay, fine. So then, then it'd be a moot point, but not exactly. Because then the next year, something would, like, always some adversity is going to come your way. You just need one, though. But if you get, I, I get it. But if you get the one with Harden and Kyrie and everything, and then it all falls apart, and you'd never figure out how to get it back together, you still got the one. It's easy. I got the one. I, I won. If Steph Curry never win another one, I got the one. If Kobe Bryant never you mean the won one apart, the one apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Kobe, all Kobe needed to do was get one with Shaq. Because guess what Shaq did? He got one without Kobe. Kobe got your question. Two. Who? But Kobe got two. But it, all he needed to do was get the one. Who was the coach of that team? Of which team? The Lakers. Yeah. Phil Jackson. Okay. I mean. Now, what are we saying about Steve Kerr? We just had a conversation. Steve Kerr, maybe one of the top ten. Three top or four, five, maybe. Five, yeah. five, six coaches. Yeah. Who, who you get coached by matters. No doubt. So th- this is a big question that goes into, and I, I've been on the one in this show saying, yo, there were many times I felt like Steve Nash got out coached. He's had no head coaching experience, no coaching experience at all, pretty much. And he's the head coach of this team that has a lot of pressure. Now, I, I, I'm just saying, if David Blatt was the guy that it, you're not getting it done, like how does that – how is that handled? Think it though, Jay. It, this ain't this ain't about uh, Steve Nash, but it's a this about 
Kevin Durant. I, I, I Charles Barkley didn't mention uh, but, Steve Nash. But, but just because but, he didn't mention to, to it, that, Steve Nash matters because it's your I, job I, I know, I understand. to help me. I, I understand from a <clears throat> basketball standpoint, it matters, no question about it. But from an outside perspective, fan base, talking heads, all of that, ain't nobody thinking about no But Steve that's, why, that's, that's why, why that's KD why KD has to be KD. more that's, that's why KD has to be more than a hooper. I think that's the point. If like if Steve Nash isn't the guy, then he's gotta make his move. KD gotta make the move. The reason, Jay, in my eyes, that the Blatt situation looked the way it did is because we already saw LeBron. We saw him with Eric Spoelstra. Like we saw him with a real coach. Get it done. Yes. But so, we saw KD we with, Kurt, with Steve Kerr. No, 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 no. You saw him on a team that won 72 games with three other Hall of Famers is what you saw. Yeah, it's not exact, but it's, it's close yeah, enough. It's, not, yeah, it's no, still close enough, okay. No, we, I'm just telling you from, from my eyes, I look at Curry, uh, 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 Draymond, Draymond, and Clay. Clay. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr there. He's there. I also saw the Gold State Warriors – Go undefeated, messing around with Luke Walton or something like that. So they did win a ton of games. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, though. Although he's running Steve Kerr's stuff, I get it. But but we also saw Mike Brown. Okay, I have a question about Nash. They lost that. That was a game they lost by fifty. I know, but we all. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a couple years ago, not not this past year. Jay, I got a question about Nash. Because you and I have been to a Nets game, and I watching the Nets. Explain it to a layperson. To me, let me tell you what it looks like. It looks like they're just playing pickup, and 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 that's what it looks like. I don't see, I don't see a cohesive system. It feels like okay, they're better at basketball, meaning KD and Kyrie, than the two best players on the other team, and we're going to run stuff through those two, and we'll probably beat you. But it doesn't look like, for example, a, a D'Antoni system or a system that's identifiable with the coach. Yeah, I think they're they're question marks. I mean, also look, I'm not going to just sit up here and. You know, denounce Steve Nash. I mean, Steve Nash has a chance to be a good coach in this league. He's also been dealt a horrific hand with injuries and a lot of the James Harden, Kyrie stuff back and forth. Building continuity with your team is one of the first steps in order to being a really good team, like having the experience of competing, playing together every single day. But there are – I did tell you guys that there were rumblings around the league that you hear from other GMs about, you know – timeouts before breaks or things of that, like how to utilize timeouts the correct way, the right kind of sets or positions to put your players in to, you know, kind of monetize situations in a way. Like there, there were questions around that for Steve Nash. So I think that's something that you're going to find out this year. Finally, a healthy team. If Ben Simmons is healthy, Joe Harris is back. Like what is your system that is in place and how do you get this team to buy in? So when do that's you, the question. So when do you run out of – yeah, that's what I think. If you're, I think if you're not runway, making, key, I think if you're not KD. making answers by the time you get the All Star break, you, you're looking at making a change. Okay, and then, when, and then, how much? Then, then when are you running out of the runway for Katie? Right. At some point, you can't keep. You know what I'm saying? But, they can't. Keep, but that would be the first time you would try that, though. That would be the first time you would change the head coach. I understand that, but what if it doesn't go the way you thought it would when you change the coach? You're still in the same position. I mean, you gotta keep trying it. You got Kevin like, Durant and Kyrie. Like, it, what, I'm not, not, not that this, no. not that this player is KD, but it's like Dak. So now you you get rid of Jason Garrett. You have Mike McCar- Mike McCarthy. Then if you get rid of Mike McCarthy, he still has a little more runway because it's a new coach. He needs at least a year under him, then year two. But at a certain point, he will run out of runway, and everyone's be like, "You can't get it done." When is that for yeah. KD in terms of winning apart from Steph? Do you think? I mean, I, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> 
because he's two, also not getting any younger. Two, two years, three, two, two, three years. Seems like you need at least two, two years two once years, you get a two, new coach, years. right? So he's got three years from and now. Years? He's thirty thousand years old in two years, three years. Thirty six, thirty seven. Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar Shave Club six Jay blade like razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip. That keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. The Avalanche have won game two by a final score of 7-0. I was watching the clock run down and I was thinking to myself, that was the most dominant, best team game performance I've ever seen in my lifetime. Quickly from a car, winds and fires. He shoots and scores! Overall, really proud of the guys tonight. The crowd is incredible, and can't ask for much more than that. Tampa Bay's got a lot of problems to solve. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. P.K. Subban, free agent NHL defenseman and ESPN NHL analyst with us now. What's going on, P.K.? PK! I'm doing well, man. Just trying to get some residual income here in the offseason, you know what I mean, before I sign a big ticket. Well, you got to talk to Jay. He'll tell you about NFTs and all kinds of fungible tokens, non-fungible tokens, right? I'm proud of you. Just don't buy anything in Bitcoin because it turns out even if you own it, if well, Bitcoin no, no, goes was, down, was, you don't own it anymore. I was apparently wrong in that. Yes, we, I, we can talk seems, about that later. It seems that way to me. I but. was trying to educate him, but he didn't want to listen to me. Well, he's spending a lot of time in the virtual universe, and there are different rules. It's now not, It's not called virtual universe. No, what is it? Metaverse? There you go. Isn't that a virtual universe? You can buy a hockey team. But I sound like an old, old, ancient person you can buy when a I say that. Team in Bitcoin. Oh yeah. How do it's you bounce Dallas. back, PK, from getting blown out like the Lightning did on Saturday night? Oh. They lost seven nothing in game two. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I couldn't have predicted this start. I mean, maybe I could have with the amount of rest that Colorado's had. I mean, they've lost only two games in the playoffs, so they're well rested. And these guys are the fastest team in the league by far. So, you know, early on in the playoffs, when I was talking about the Rangers series um, against Pittsburgh, I had spoken about the Rangers' speed. And I was comparing that to playing the Rangers in some rival games this year. But nothing compares to when I was in New Jersey and we played against Colorado on the road in Colorado. Uh, Never in my career have I ever played against a team that fast. Mm. And when you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning – that's been built like the Detroit Red Wings when Eiserman and those guys played back in the day. Everybody took less to win championships, right? Um, these guys have won two. They're looking for three. Their team is built on sk- skill, talent, speed. Colorado's made them look like you know, a non-championship team in the first two games. Now, the series doesn't start until the home team loses a game, but I look at game two and the blowout, like you would think that Tampa would come out just like they did against the Rangers and make it kind of a bit of a game. There was, it wasn't a game at all. But this whole Tampa wins the second game after losing the first is out the window now, consecutive series. No, no. Listen, it, it's out the window, and, and it's a must-win game for them tonight. But the way that Colorado's playing right now, uh, Bednar has these guys focused. Uh, they don't look like the moment is getting too big for them at all. Um, you know, I eliminated Colorado in the playoffs uh, in in uh, Nashville, and I remember going through the handshake line with Nathan McKinnon, and you could see that just how dis- just they were defeated a little bit. You know, mm. they thought that they had a real opportunity. These guys have been waiting for this moment for a long time. Uh, they've blown Tampa out of the water. I expect Colorado to push it again. I don't think that this is going to be 
a game where Tampa comes out and blows out Colorado. I think it's going to be a tight game again. They're playing with speed. Tampa's got to get to Colorado's defense. Colorado is playing way too easy. Kale McCarr, as great as he is, probably you know going to win the Norris this year. I mean, Yossi had a great year, but he's probably the best defenseman in the league. He might even be the best player in the league right now, the way he's playing. They got to neutralize him. They got to neutralize Taves. They got to get to their defense. They're coming out of the zone way too easy. They're coming out with speed. Tampa can't establish their forecheck. If they don't establish their forecheck, they're playing in their own zone. This thing could be over in four. Now, I'm not saying it will be. I'm not saying it will be because this is the pivotal game. Game three is going to tell what this series is all about. They win game three, it's a different series. But how do you bounce back? I know how you bounce back in football. You move on to the next game because it's not a series of games. But how do you bounce back in the NHL when you get just taken to the woodshed? Okay, so realistically, here's the deal. Once Tampa went up 3 nothing, 4 nothing, Colorado pretty much knows that, okay, there's – we're in tough to score four or five goals in this game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you, your attention to detail lacks a little bit. You don't want to get embarrassed, but you don't have that same intensity. Colorado's at home. They know they can't lose at home, so they're rolling for 60 minutes, right? So after that, after it's 3 nothing, you got to wash the rest of the games out. But you got to remember, their number one goaltender, the best goaltender in the league, is in that getting shelled for seven goals. You know what I mean? I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. When, when you're given the opposition. How many shots they get on goal? Ah. <sighs> I mean, they were outshooting them heavily. And when I talk about outshooting them, like grade A scoring chances. You know, not scoring chances, not perimeter shots where they're coming in and putting pucks yeah. at the net. These guys are getting shots from inside. They're penetrating inside. It's demoralizing. I don't care what anybody says. It's really de- demoralizing to have a team expose you with their speed and and penetrate the box as easily as as Colorado did for the first two games. But, you know, Tampa's going to park this. This is a championship team. They've won two cups. They're looking for three. This is not a team looking for their first cup. Um, have they been in this situation before? Probably not. But against the Rangers, they weren't in that situation either, and they responded winning four straight games. So these guys have the pedigree to come back in the series and make it a series at least. Um, I expect their best game, but you could see game seven, um, they're a little bit banged up. I think the two cups and the run is getting to them a little bit. You can see they're a little bit tired. Whereas Colorado is a younger team. This is the new NHL now. This is the team that's ready to take over. Younger, faster, more skilled, and they're well coached. So it, they're, they're tough. But Tampa's got to park the first two games and focus on we can't lose at home. We've won at home. We've played well at home. Uh, you know, we got to feel good going into game three. PK, you're an unrestricted free agent yeah. this offseason? Yes, sir. Looking what, for an agent? What are, what are the plans, man? <laughs> How much you know, longer do you think you're going to play? You know, well – it's interesting. Um, I just turned 33. My body feels great. Um, playing Enjoy in, that now. Yeah, I know. Enjoy that. Seriously. Well, you definitely. I definitely feel different than when I started at 20. You know what I mean? So just finishing my 13th year, and I think some people, you know, don't realize how difficult it is in hockey to play that long. Like, you know, 800 and something games now under my belt. Like, this is football on ice. You know, I know – Football, obviously, we know how physical that sport is, but hockey's only gotten faster. And as you get older, you don't get faster. So um, I'm looking forward to having a chance to win a, a Stanley Cup. You know, that's, that's, that's my goal. That's what I'm playing for, an opportunity to do that. And it doesn't have to happen in the first year. Um, but I think over the next couple of years, I'll have an opportunity to do that. 
And uh, who knows? I don't know which team it could be with. The NHL's got a lot of parity. We'll see once the Stanley Cup final's over, and I'll talk to my agent, and uh, we'll see what the plan is. Mm. DK, good luck. Bro. Yeah, man. Thank you. Getting paid in the offseason. <laughs> he wants to be his agent. Get a little. <laughs> what, what percentage are you going to take, he? Yeah. Huh? What, what percentage? What's the average percentage? Whatever, in, in whatever, a... whatever he wants to give me. Ah. What Ooh, do agents get smooth. in the NHL? A- agents are getting three to you five. Give me. Three to five percent. Whatever you three want to Three to five percent they're getting you, on you NHL contracts. You your money, whatever you want to give me. take one percent. We'll do a deal. Kia, take one percent. You know what? If you could put in a good word to have me do shows from from this facility here instead of the one up in Bristol, then we can work something out. I live 10 minutes. might be able to arrange I live 10 minutes down the road. It's a little easy these days. Let's go, man. A little easier. PK, easier thank you days. very much for thank joining you. us today. Appreciate it. Good to have you. Awesome. Um, um, here's the question for you guys right now as I give the producers time to type. What's the worst loss that Key and Jay have had in their careers? Jeez. Oh, gosh. I never lost in my professional career as what? in the highest level of football or basketball. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. I can't even hit the note anymore. I can't even falsetto it. Because nobody knows the, the actual lyrics to the chorus. Talking about September. Today. They're in September. They're in December. Ah, here we go. <laughs> Do you remember? All right. Oh, that feels so good. So, guys, we're talking about the worst losses as a player that you were a part of. And that could be like, you know, lopsided losses or just painful losses. Where, where, where are you guys with that? You know, I, 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 I would have to go back to the AFC Championship game, Denver Broncos, New York Jets. Uh, we were going to go up 17-0 at halftime and get the ball back. Well, that didn't work out so well. But it was it was it was young, hot shot, carried the team, got us there, you know, put us on our back, you know, the whole deal. And Denver was not playing well. We were playing great, Jay. Like we, and so on. How old were you? I was 
It's third year in the league. Fixing to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yeah. After being 1-15. Oh. So, Oof. they at the NFL games, championship games are played on the same days. Obviously, you know that, right, Jay? Mm-hmm. One game's played before the next game. We had the late game. So, they show the score, Minnesota, Atlanta. Atlanta wins and goes to the Super Bowl. We're like, oh, we get ready to thump them because we had just beat them down earlier in the year. So, Atlanta, we was we were not fearful of Atlanta at all. So we already knew going to the Super Bowl, going to win the Super Bowl. You know, in your mind, you get ready to go up 17 nothing on John Elwin, Terrell Davis and him. By the time it's over, obviously we lost. But the locker room, the tears, young Keisha oh, crying, yeah. sitting there, 45 minutes, the bus is ready to leave. I'm still sitting there. They're looking for me. I mean, you ever cried was, as a pro before that? No. No, that was it. That was gut-wrenching. Mm. That was gut So is this about, like, most painful loss or is this, like, a most Whichever embarrassing you want it to be. loss? Whichever you want it to be. So embarrassing loss for me would be later in the season, my rookie year, you know, Jalen Rose got traded from Indiana to the Chicago Bulls because he had some beef with, with Zeke during that time. Zeke was running the, the Pacers, mm. right? So we, <laughs> I remember we had a, a, a dope party the night before that game, too. Because we, we all knew we were on a mission to beat Indiana. It was going to be, and Jay Rose, we're going to fight for our bet. Man, we got smashed by 51 points. Mm. 51 points on the road. And they had Austin Crozier, Reggie Miller, Jonathan Bender, they had Al Harrington, Meta World Peace. That was probably the most embarrassing loss. Yeah, I mean, unlike you two, a lot. unlike you two, sorry. I never lost as a pro in either football or basketball. Undefeated. You lost it. I mean, your free throw was a loss for as the internet. As a professional football player? Your free player, throw was a loss in the internet. As a professional. Oh, I didn't say I'm undefeated on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is undefeated, that as is we all know. That is your field to play, the internet. That's right. But as a professional football player, I've, you can check the record. Zero NFL or right, NBA losses. Right, so here, here's a way. Here's yeah. a way. Other than Tom Brady. Yeah. Worst take of all time from you. Hmm. Worst take. Because that, that's... No, I, 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 I'll, st- I'll stand by that take at the time. I- Iggy was a better clutch shooter, clutch shooter at the time. I got no problem with that take. No one would ever. Not that you have that. a problem with it. We're saying. <laughs> I mean, I, we're I, asking I was you there to assess. We have my own worst, worst take. Huh. Yeah, worst take of all time from you. Dollar. Yeah, no, that take was fresh. It's up there. I'm trying to. The worst take I've ever had. Ooh, I'm sure there were some doozies, but I'd have to go back and look. I'm sure. Listen, if you talk about anything for a living for long enough, you know how some stupid stuff you're going to say over the years. I, I, I'm sure someone could come up with the worst take. Just uh, look at the internet. Now. I mean, sure. Nick yeah, Wright, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Wright is currently trending for his take on uh, Wiggins coming over to the Golden State Warriors. So I mean, because at the time, that's how he felt. That was, why, what happened? Oh, he said once Wiggins came, he doesn't understand why they would do that. They're never going to win. Another championship. He will never see You know, Nick Wright Curry. approaches me uh, at never. the finals a bunch of years ago. At this point, maybe four or five years ago. And he says, uh, he, he says, you know, I was, your, I was an intern when you were on the radio in New York. So the first time I'm thinking, like, tell me I wasn't a jerk to this dude, you know? And he said, no. In fact, Jay. In fact, he wishes that he was my personal intern because I was such a great person to work for. And I bought uh, my intern kicks, apparently, at the time. And I don't remember. Oh, thank God. All right, calm down, Isabella. Isabella wants new Isabella shoes. Isabella, yeah, hey. Got by everybody. See, I'm mad now. Yeah. Igadala. The Igadala yeah, because, take is up there. Because 20, how old are you? 23, 24. You're yeah. about to win your first Super Bowl. You know it's in the bag. And then you never know if you're even going to get back. When you did get back, it wasn't with the Jets. I was talking about Igadala. The Igadala take. I'm trying to get the Gotta focus to off of my takes. Does KD need to win a title from the, you know, uh, away from the Warriors to get the respect he deserves? 
You think any of my bad takes will slow me up on this one, Jay? You're wrong. That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. The NBA Finals are over, and I am back and better than ever, and I certainly have a lot to say. We'll do it Monday. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Obviously, we arrived to the studio at 5 a.m. every day, right? Mm-hmm. And we That's do our pre-production show meeting. We talk through what we're going to talk about. Then we do a four-hour show. And throughout the course of the show, sometimes we have to run over, do a segment on Get Up, do a segment on Sports Center, coming afterwards. And I'm curious, why do people get so angry when you're dressed down, like if you're wearing a sweater or a pair of jeans when you go over to Get Up? Jealousy. Even though you can wear that here on this show, it feels fine. But then you get yelled at. If you're not wearing a suit, you're not coming to work dressed up as a professional. Jealousy, because on the radio, it would look weird if you had a suit and tie on. You can't wear a suit and tie on I the mean, radio. I mean, CJ McCollum's here. He's looking fly, but he's on TV. But he's doing he's TV, and CJ is, you know. I got an image that He's got to be camera ready. See? Yeah, I got an image to a pole. No, no. We do a, we do a radio show with a simulcast. We look like idiots in suit and ties on a, on a simulcast on the radio. Like I got up to, I got up at 5 a.m. to feed my son, and then I laid back down. But if I had to work at 5 a.m. every day, I would... Show up the same way I show up to my workouts. Comfortable. Congratulations yeah. on your son, though, by the way. Thank you. Hey, Mazel Tov. Congrats. Appreciate it. That's, it's not just show up at 5, though. I mean, what time? I'm really getting up at 3. Why? What, so what happened? Oh, just, well, you know when you go and get up, people are like, oh, how come you're not wearing a suit? You don't look professional. You don't come to I'm like, we're talking about sports. Now, I would say this, Jay. If you had time, which you don't, but if you, if you had like 10 minutes so you could go get dressed, whatever, the whole thing, then you, I would say then you should probably wear a suit. But what are you going to do? Go put on a suit, run over there, do it, take it off, come back. In the, because you can't wear a suit on the radio on a simulcast. That would be, that would be actually you, weird. You keep a jacket here, though. You could, you could just, keep a jacket here or something like that if you wanted to, to dress it up a little bit. It up, but still be comfortable. Right? Yeah. You could go sweat mm-hmm. with, a, with a T-shirt. Man makes jacket, a point, Key. Yeah. Swag it out. You know me. You already know how I am. I'm, <clears> I'm just saying. CJ McCollum is like, not the head of the Players Union I, for nothing. But I feel like that sounds good. Like, you know, month two, month three. When you start getting into like month nine, you're like, yo, what day is it? What time is it? Like, it just feels like I'm happy to be here. Me being here is a win. CJ. Like, I, I dress <laughs> a, a certain way on NFL Live because we're all dressed like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming off a radio show. Mm. But if I was coming off a radio show, I'm going on there for live. I'm going to wear what I'm wearing. Key dresses like a guy that. with a – like Jay dresses with good, crisp, casual stuff. Key dresses like a really rich guy because it looks like he's wearing pajamas all the time. What? It's comfortable. That's when you know and you – that, that dude, pajamas. The dude, pajamas. The dude who comes in wearing the kind of expensive pajamas, you're like, okay, that dude's got dumb. by the beach, man. You know, it's a nice Cali look, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice and easy. Yeah. How much for the T-shirt? 
$700, but it's a white T-shirt. I'm going to stay. I got kids. I'm going to stay in it day my one. My son told me he bought a T-shirt the other day. It was $500. Your son? A black T-shirt with some damn writing on it. I think what you need to spank him. say? Like Givenchy? What? No, it was... Uh, <laughs> Dior? Yeah, exactly. The Dior? writing says, I paid too much for this T-shirt. Yeah, oh, uh, trust me. Off yeah. So many people love them, but they do have a little bit of pettiness in them. And I think all of all of the doubters, all the haters that have been talking down to them over the past two years. Clearly remember some experts putting up the big zero of how many championships we would have going forward. There was this one player on the Grizzlies who tweeted strength and numbers after they beat us. I can't wait to retweet that thing. Freaking bum. You're going to mock us like you ain't ever been there before, bro. We've been there. We know what it takes. So to be here again, hold that. Hold that. Hold that L. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Pelicans guard C.J. McCollum joins us now. C.J., good morning. Good morning, top of the morning. Yeah, yeah. Might want to pull that mic up a little bit. We have some TDs. C.J.'s got that. It's very laid back. Got a, oh, there you go. There it is. Okay. Yeah, a floppy mic. Top of the morning. Help top of the mic. morning to you. <laughs> floppy mic C.J. McCollum. Floppy mic is a sick thing to say. That's a sick thing to CJ say. CJ McCollum oh, is giving problems. you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise, as I mentioned. So the Warriors win their fourth uh, NBA title, CJ, with the Steph Dre Clay core. Yeah. And obviously after KD leaves Golden State to go with Kyrie in Brooklyn, here's what Charles Barkley had to say Uh-oh. about why KD needs to win a title now on his own. Listen, Kobe Bryant said, <laughs> I had to win a championship without Shaq. Mm. LeBron James said, I had to win a championship without D-Wade and Chris Bosh. That's the way this thing works. Before KD gets that great respect from all the old heads, he's going to have to win a championship as a guy, as a bus driver. Listen, crazy. he joined this, uh, that team had already won a championship, so no disrespect. That's just a fact. Never the did. old guys like myself, hey, KD's an all-time hell of a player, but until he is the guy on a championship team, we're not going to ever give him the respect, I mean, that he probably deserves. See, old time, old heads, Charles Barkley says the old players. I assume Charles Barkley won a championship, right? No, he didn't. I know. No, he didn't. That's a young head. But but he was like, he was like, he's he's one hell, he couldn't bring himself to say great, right? He said hell of a player because there's something about winning a championship that's not microwaved like the, like the, 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 the Warriors, that confers some kind of greatness upon the player. I think Shaq said this is G, what do you call it, G14 classified. So, like, I don't even have credentials to speak on this because I've never even been to the finals. But having seen um, KD up close and personal, like literally lost to him five years in a row, lost to the Warriors five years in a row, right? I've watched a lot of basketball. I'm a basketball historian. I appreciate the game. appreciate greatness. Um, Charles was, was a hell of a player in his own right. Very good player. Obviously a Hall of Famer, first ballot. But – I think what he fails to realize is that this is a different era of basketball, right? In which uh, we don't me I, when I say we, I'm speaking about me personally. Like KD could win a championship or not win a championship, at, like again in his lifetime, and I would still think he's a great basketball player. Whether he won a championship or not with the Warriors, how he did it, he drove the bus. He talks about driving a bus, like, right? Like we just talked about this a little bit earlier on Get Up. Maybe it wasn't his bus, but he took the keys and he drove it. And he was the best player on that team. And, you know, Warriors fans got mad at me when I said that. But I was just being honest. I love Steph Curry's game. But Steph Curry is 6'3". When you're 7 foot and you can shoot off the dribble, you can shoot, play in the mid post, run an offense defensively, he can rotate. 
Uh, I think his greatness speaks for itself, and I think a lot of people are just upset but that CJ, he went to the Warriors. His good, like, real quick, let me just say, his all-time goodness is without question, right? Like, right. he's gooder than everybody else maybe no, ever, right? No, Max, he's great. But Okay, but this, wait, this is the point I'm making. Like, if you put an MVP-level player on a 73-win team that came within a possession of winning the whole thing, of course they're going to win. So the point with KD seems to be, we already knew you were the crazy baller, right? Mm-hmm. But can you lead a championship, not a pre-made one that you just got to slide in, but your own thing? Right. That, that's what, when, when they point out Kobe without Shaq, I think that's what we're talking about. No, I completely get what, what, what you guys are saying, but it takes, it takes a unit. And respectfully, he could have won a championship, right? You know, he was a, a spin for a three. You know, his foot was on the line, and he basically was carrying the team by himself. He, did, he had 50-point triple-double. Mm-hmm. To the eventual champs. To the yeah. eventual champs, right? Like, so injuries, all those, all those things play a factor. We could not even be having this conversation if Kyrie doesn't get hurt, right? They win the championship a couple years ago, probably for sure. They're, second, they're yeah. second on Vegas odds to win it next year. He's going to get a chance at some point, but everything has to go right. Stars have to align for you to win a championship. It's, just, it's not just about who's driving the bus. Like, Mike passed to Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr misses that shot. Like, what happens? All those things matter. Derek Fisher. What happens? Biggest might get you in game seven. Don't worry about it. Here's the problem, though. The problem is when you start seeing this stuff floated over the weekend, CJ, about people just trying to sandwich KD in between Harrison Barnes and Andrew Wiggins. Like, whoa. You know, like, I, 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 people extract the fact that, well, it could have been a lesser version of KD and they still would have gotten there and they still would have had the same kind of dominance. I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It was two-time finals MVP. The numbers he put up were prolific type of numbers that almost in a way to normal people minimize Stephen Curry. Like, Max, to you, minimize that because Steph was averaging 26, and you're like, well, he wasn't the best player in the best team, So, but he still was extraordinary. But that's what KD does. So I, I don't buy into all that. No, his greatness is what it is. We all know that from a basketball standpoint. I think when you look at, Somebody like him joining a 72-win team. I, first of all, I would have never left. I would have went and got me another six in Gold State and called it a day and shut everybody up. That's just me. But when you look at it and you look at what happened just the other night with Steph Curry getting it without him, even though, like CJ astutely said, that everything has to align a certain way. People getting hurt, Kyrie sitting out, all of the James Harden. It has to align a certain way. Foot on the line. What happened is what happened. It is what it is. Right. Until he gets one without the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry, because he joined them. They didn't join him. People are going to have that conversation. They're right. going to try to minimize his greatness. Right. There's a question about it. And that's why when you say, Jay, you put in a, 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 a Wiggins in the situation, they put in, they slid Wiggins in, and they won. Yeah, but it, yeah, I, I, that's all they slid him in. But it can't be like, oh, I could slide Wiggins in in a year, and they would have won. But it's not just Wiggins. That's a that's a well oiled machine. Jordan Poole won games while Steph was hurt. A lot of stuff. The development of Jordan Poole is the reason why the Warriors won a championship. No one wants to talk about it. Obviously, Steph is the face, right? Yeah. They don't they don't win the big games without him. But people forget Steph volunteered to come off the bench against Denver Nuggets, and they were so good. He was on a minute restriction, and they still got that series in a hurry. Came off the bench. He came, came off the bench. And here yeah. comes Kaminga and Wiseman, by the way, starting in games. <laughs> no, I get that, but that's why people feel like you can put anybody in that situation that is a seven. Versus a ten because they're such an old machine, right? And I, I, I but that like may be I, credit to like, Steph Key. 
I don't give a damn how tall KD is or whatever. I feel like if they would, if you wouldn't sit there and ask me, I said, we can put CJ McCullough in there and they go. But roll. that's because Steph. That's just that, how I feel. But that's the point, right? Because Steph creates that and he environment. Gonna give them, he gonna give them the same stuff. No. Yes, we have fifteen seconds. I mean. KD knows how I feel about him. That's my guy. And I told him he shouldn't have went to the to the Warriors. But it's his decision, right? Like, we had this discussion. And I respect everybody for what they are. I meet them halfway. And he wanted to play in that type of system. He said it challenged him as a basketball player. It made him a better, more rounded player. And he took a lot of hate for everything he did there. Back with much more. Thanks, CJ. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.